Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 83 of the Crush the Rush podcast, and in this week's episode, we are chatting with my friend, Emma Lunsford. And fun fact, Emma was actually a guest in the Crush the Rush Facebook community a couple of months ago, and I loved her message so much, I wanted to bring her as a guest on the podcast. Emma is a certified health and life coach, expert wellness writer, and even a cookbook author. She helps overwhelmed women business owners all over the world switch off and actually relax to access the incredible money-making impact hiding under stress. Emma's mission is to empower women to put themselves first and ask for what they truly need. This episode is packed with information about how to de-stress when you have very limited time and how to prioritize self-care, especially when your schedule is packed. And we also talk about why self-care and business actually go together. You guys are going to love this episode so much and all the amazing tips that Emma shares. So grab a pen and paper and let's get to the show. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast today. How are you? Hi, Holly. I'm good. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. So Emma was actually a guest in our Crush the Rush Facebook community a couple of months ago, and now she is back on the podcast because I felt like her message uh, was so important, especially this time of year, um, sort of mid-January when all of your resolutions might be, I don't know, sort of falling wayside, or maybe you're not a resolution person, but Emma really focuses on growing your business by sort of de-stressing and focusing on yourself first, which is a big sort of pillar in the Crush the Rust method. Uh, So Emma, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself, what you do, and sort of how you got started uh, with this topic. Sure. So uh, I'm a certified health and life coach, and I specialize in stress. And I primarily help overwhelmed women business owners um, switch off and actually relax to access all of that juicy money-making potential that's usually hiding under our stress levels. So I got into this um, because, total honesty, I used to be a serial burnouter. I would burn out probably every couple of months just my entire life, in high school, through college. And then I started a freelance writing business and everybody knows that when you start a business, it usually comes from a place of stress and overwhelm and that just like heightened all the burnout problems by a million. And I ended up feeling miserable um, running my business. So eventually I decided I didn't want to freelance write anymore. And I got my health and life coach certification. And once I kind of healed myself and figured out how to run my business and take care of myself at the same time, I saw some pretty 
incredible results. It just like came to be like, I couldn't imagine doing anything else, but helping other women do the exact same thing. Yeah. I actually love what you said about stop running your business from a source of stress, because I do feel like so many women start their business because they want, you know, obviously to do something differently or to help do something differently. But then we end up layering on more stress because now you're running a business and there's responsibility that comes with that. So I know today we're going to dig into really how to de-stress when you have um, a crazy busy schedule. So I'd love if you could just, let's just dive in. And um, when somebody says like, Hey, I'm running a business. I have no time. I'm crazy busy. And now you're telling me to de-stress and I barely have 10 minutes. Like what do you tell them? Oh boy. So (laughs) this is where it really comes down to simple is best. So we tend to overcomplicate stuff. I need to do a bubble bath. I need to do some face mask. I need to run for an hour. It's like, it doesn't have to be this long drawn out process. Yeah. The simplest, easiest way to de-stress is to just focus on your breath. And that might sound really stupid and like really focus on your breath, but (laughs) let me explain for just a second. So when you focus on your breath, a conscious, rhythmic, relaxed breath, you're essentially tricking your nervous system into thinking, oh my gosh, I'm breathing like I'm relaxed. I must be relaxed right now. It's essentially like what your, what your brain is thinking. So what I teach my clients most of the time is the five, five, seven breath, where it's five seconds of inhaling, five seconds of holding your breath, and then seven seconds of exhaling. And we do that for about two minutes or a little bit longer if needed. And usually by the end of it, you're feeling completely transformed in your body because you just took that time, two minutes to just de-stress. Yeah, that's amazing. And like, can you do it multiple times? I mean, I'm sure you can do it anytime, right? So just whenever you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Um, try the the breath method. Um, so let's say you have maybe like a little bit more time, like, you know, 10 minutes or 20 minutes. Do you have sort of some techniques that you could apply if you had a little bit of a longer time frame? For sure. So depending on your personality and what you prefer best. So for example, for me, my go-to de-stressor when I have more time is journaling. And I use stream of conscious journaling where I'm essentially just brain dumping all of my thoughts that I'm thinking onto a piece of paper. So you could do, you could do that journaling. You could do meditation. You could go for a walk. It just depends on like your day. Like for example, if I've had a really pent up day, I usually tend to prefer journaling or walks. If I'd had more of a relaxed day, I'll go for meditation. It just depends on what you're feeling what works best for you. Yeah, I think, um, so I used to tell myself that I was not a journaler. Like I do not do well with like just sitting down and writing, but what, as an example of how you can journal and how to make it work, like I love making lists. And so sometimes it's, it's kind of a form of journaling, right? Cause it's just getting like all the things out of my head and onto a piece of paper. Um, and I definitely love walks. And I think walks is something that I used to think was not good enough because I'm like, well, I'm not like working out hard enough or it's not long enough, but sometimes just going outside for like 10 or 15 minutes makes such a big difference. Um, for sure. And it's actually funny because when you exercise too much, that can actually make your stress worse. Like for example, if you're somebody who does like hit workouts, like high intensity workouts more than twice a week, you're probably hurting your stress levels instead of helping them, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think another just thought is like to do things that bring you joy. Um, mm-hmm. I know like randomly, cause we're all working from home still. Like when I transitioned from 
working like my nine to five to like going downstairs and making dinner. Like there really is no more transition time. So I literally will just sit in my office for like five minutes and be like, okay, I'm like switching roles now. I, this is oh, I like my, my moment. Cause I need that like quiet sort of yeah, like what you're that's talking genius. about. Like, oh my gosh. I love that. That I, I call it my transition time, which used to be in the car. <laughs> now it doesn't work. Perfect. Um, yeah. So one of the things that that you have mentioned is that you've doubled your success in your business through focusing on rest and self-care. So I know all the listeners are going to be like, well, how the heck did you do that? So I'd love to for you to share a little bit more. For sure. So first, let me kind of define success. So because that tends to mean differently for everybody. Yeah. So when I say double my success, I mean financially, I mean how many clients I've served. And I also mean being able to do this without sacrificing my health because all of those things are very important to me. They need to all work together. Otherwise to me, it's not really a success. Mm-hmm. So a good place to start here would be my morning routine. So when I wake up in the morning, I do not check my phone. All I do is I get up, I feed my dogs, I get ready for the day, maybe go for a walk with them, and then immediately sit down to journal. And the key part of this is giving myself permission to slow down and have a relaxing morning. So a lot of us do self-care just in the name of it. That's kind of a way to just check it off, but you're not actually allowing yourself to feel calm and sit in that relaxation. You're literally just stressing through your self-care, which kind of defeats the purpose. So this Simple morning is a great example of how I ground myself and start the day on a calm note. And it's also when I'm the most inspired. So stress essentially cuts off your creativity because it causes you to solely focus on your survival. It's really just the basic science of stress is to um, help you survive in a stressful situation. Mm So since I'm shutting off that stress response by getting into that calm state, I'm essentially opening that inspiration creativity door, that exact creativity that I needed to take my business to that next level, to have the best business ideas I've ever come up with. And all of the ones that I've had, the best ones have been when I'm journaling, when I'm just cleaning the house, when I'm on a walk, it it had nothing to do with me working. It was all about me just turning off that stress response, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I feel like I am the same way. So it's, I, so many people get up and scroll and I talk about this all the time in all the groups. And I'm like, do not do that because essentially (laughs) you are like, if you read a bad quote, when you first wake up, like your entire day is being controlled by that quote that you read. And I just like, you do not want somebody else to like control how you start your day. Um, But I think what you said about stressing through self-care is really important because a lot of my clients and colleagues, like they'll say, oh, well, I'm doing my morning routine. But if you're just like rushing through it or like maybe your um, morning routine is working first and you're stressing through like the work, then you're not getting the benefit of the actual routine. Um, Do you have any other examples sort of of how to not stress through your morning routine? Because I think that's a super important point. Yeah. So it's funny because actually, let me backtrack a little bit. So most people, if they're struggling to get through the morning routine without stressing, that's a sign that you, you don't actually believe you should be relaxing either because, you know, you haven't worked hard enough to deserve relaxation. I don't know. Maybe you've got a lot going on. You're like, I just, I can't, I can't, I just, there's no way I can find time to do this. So you're just going to rush through it and you're not even going to get the benefit of it. So it's really Number one, that's why I kind of mentioned like giving yourself permission first and foremost to actually, yes, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to relax. 
works and that could look and having the intention of I'm just going to slowly breathe. I'm going to remind myself, you know, whatever um, affirmation you want to tell yourself, as long as you're allowing yourself to feel calm, even if it's just for a minute, just feel that calm. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's super helpful. Um, Can you believe it's January 2021 already? Let's face it, 2020 wasn't what we all expected. So it's kind of exciting to think about what 2021 can bring, which is why I'm so excited to exclusively invite you to my brand new Crush the Rush Collective Mastermind. Listen, I know that going in alone as a business owner and entrepreneur is overwhelming, expensive, time-consuming, add in all the things. Plus, we all have busy schedules, perhaps a full-time job and homeschooling, at least we still are, and all those goals that we set at the end of the year start to get a little fuzzy. The collective is your answer to hold yourself and your business growth accountable in 2021. What makes this mastermind different? Well, I have yet to find a mastermind that combines community, a business coach, me, business experts, which are my VIP friends that are life-changing, and here's the difference maker, accountability and productivity worked into the curriculum. As in, we set aside time for you not only to learn what we're teaching, but to actually do what you need to do. I know personally, accountability and productivity have been the difference maker in everything for me. And then I layered on a business coach and a community and it just took it next level, which is why I want to bring the same to all of you. I am talking about a real long-term community of humans where you can lean in for support and ask questions. Plus the collective is customized. So when you want to learn something about what is going to grow your business, we are able to pivot and change the content to match what you need. You don't need to feel alone anymore because you are given instant access to a network of like-minded women who are on the same path. All the tools you could possibly imagine for creating a solid business strategy are at your fingertips. There is no more hunting for answers through Instagram, cheap courses, downloaded freebies, or let's be honest, low ticket offers that you never finish. The community and I are going to hold your hand and hold you accountable the entire time. And because you might be asking, I am being super selective about who is in this community. So it's by invite or application only. And then it's a mix of coaching, which is me, guest experts based on the needs of the group. And then the part that I'm most excited about is the accountability. So each week there is a focus and a time when I will be available to answer questions and we can work together and stay accountable. And it's over a six-month time frame. So fingers crossed at the end, we can have an in-person retreat and take your business and who you are truly meant to be to the next level. I have tested this curriculum on over 40 plus women over the last year. Plus the industry experts I'm bringing in are what I call life changers, as in you didn't know you needed them until now and you will. I know you want to see exponential growth in 2021, and this is how you are going to do it. You want to grab a time with me ASAP to see if it's a good foot because we start in February and are already half full. Plus, if you set up a call before the end of January, you get a bonus one-on-one strategy session with me, as in we will map out your roadmap together. You don't want to wait. Grab the link in the show notes and let's chat to make sure it's a good fit for you. This opportunity is going to disappear fast. 
So the other thing that I wanted to ask, and this kind of goes to scrolling, and I know I recently saw that you took a pretty significant, well, significant in my eyes, like seven days, social media detox. And I've been talking a lot about that too, where I try to take like an entire weekend off or like over the holidays, take like four or five days. Can you talk about like why that is important? Um, in terms of de-stressing, I know I have my own opinions, but, um, and I think honestly it helps your business as well. Absolutely. I, yeah, that definitely goes back to inspiration. Cause again, I believe social media, if social media drains you, then it's definitely blocking a lot of creativity you could be using elsewhere. So when it comes, everybody's different when it comes to social media, I've realized some people don't really get bothered by it, but most people do. And for me, I'm one of those people where social media is one of my biggest stressors. I noticed that every time I went on, I started to hyper-focus on my numbers, on the stories, my likes, my comments, and almost went into this scarcity mindset. Like I was like, I just, there's nothing, nothing's enough. Like nothing's enough. Everything's wrong. Like I'm giving up kind of thing. It just went down the spiral. I would yeah. And it was causing a lot of energy problems. Like right after I'd get off, I'd be like, I need a nap. Like I'm exhausted just from scrolling for an hour. So I decided that over the holidays, I would take seven days away and just see how it went. And I gave myself permission, one, to actually be off social media. I set realistic expectations. I said, you know what? I'm allowed to check social media twice. And because I gave myself that permission, that option, I honestly didn't check it at all. Because like, you know what? I can check it twice, but nah. Like I wasn't I wasn't yeah. forced, if that makes sense. Um so yeah, it was pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. I feel so much better already. It's only been like, day two. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I think that's really important. I think one of the points that you mentioned was like being aware of how you feel when you're on social media or even when you're like working on certain business tasks. Cause I know like when I start to get tired and I haven't spent time on myself and then I'm on social media, I get into like, comparison mode and I start looking at the numbers and I'm like nothing I do is good enough and then you're working from a source of stress which makes it even worse um and so I honestly would encourage everyone to take at least one or two days I would say a week off of social media um it's been pretty life-changing for me as well and I've just started doing it so I'm glad that you had um a positive experience are you going to do it again Yes. I'm actually taking the next four days off of social media. Um, and then I'm actually, I've decided to launch a social media detox program. That's going to be coming in February, which is massive and super exciting as well. So yeah, Yeah. that's a good stuff. Yeah. And I think, I mean, social media definitely has its purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. but like everything, like you don't have to do it 24 seven to experience the benefits. Um, and if you are, then I would just think about how you're feeling when you're doing certain, um, events. So the last, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that like during the, the detox, I realized like every time I caught myself reaching for my phone, I'd be like, wait, why am I going for my phone? Like, do I need validation? Do I, do I need like am I avoiding eating something? Like <laughs> avoiding a business yeah. task? Because I realized that I usually checked it when I was bored or I just didn't want to do the task that was next. And I was like, okay, time to reevaluate all of my strategies right now and figure out which ones are actually working for me and what do I need to let go of when it comes to my phone. Yeah, I actually say so you brought up two things that scrolling, snacking, and snoozing are my um sort of self-care procrastination habit. So if oh. I catch myself doing any of those, then I'm like, Holly, you are not like 
you are not focused or you need to like step away. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Snoozing. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like my things. Like I'll be in the pantry scrolling my phone and I'm like, wait, what is happening right now? Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. So one of the last things we wanted, I wanted to talk about was you just recently launched a sort of five day take care of you challenge, which we're going to put in um, the show notes, but I think it's really important to have little challenges like this, um, where you can, especially this time of year, really focus on de-stressing. Can you sort of tell us what it is and maybe give us a little insight or some tips um, about what's included? For sure. So the get paid to take care of you challenge is all about boosting self-care, setting boundaries, increasing your mental fortitude, stress resilience. And at the end of it, we address unhealthy hustle culture habits, like, I don't know, working 12 hours a day, like stuff that really just does not contribute to your business or your health. So I basically show you the most simple steps toward using self-care to help your business that you can do without a coach. It's all self-paced. So, you know, you can start by incorporating that breathe work um, whenever you want. It could be, you know, while you're in the bathroom, in the shower, eating lunch, grocery shopping. As long as you're just, I show you how to slowly start making yourself a priority and then you're, you see the business benefits come out from that. Yeah, I love that. So you mentioned um, hustle culture. Can you talk a little bit about that? I could talk for hours about this, man. <laughs> Hustle culture and I have beat. So yeah. there's like this, this idea that if you're not working 24-7, you're failing. Or, you know, if you're not working hard, you're failing. It's like that quote. It's like, if you're not growing, then you're not succeeding or something. Like something dumb. I'm like That just does not make yeah. any sense. Because everybody needs to stop and rest and take care of themselves to actually grow. So if you put yourself in the position where you're working all the time, you are repelling your results. You are slowing down your success because you're not taking time for yourself. Yeah. And I would say like, so I'm 41, almost 42. And I started in corporate America. It was like 20 years ago. And the, the hustle card culture was strong because, you know, women were just sort of like making their mark and sort of being noticed. And then, I mean, I was trained that it was normal to work like 50, 60 hour weeks. Like that's what we did. Um, and it's taken a really long time to get out of that culture. Um, so I can resonate with that a lot. And I, I think we're starting to see, maybe you agree of, you know, influencers and others sort of sharing that that's not what we have to do to be successful. Have you, have you noticed that as well? Oh, 100%, 100%. And I love it because it goes to show that we're realizing burnout doesn't have to be this badge of honor that you wear. It doesn't have to be a stepping stone to success. Success can be easy. It doesn't have to be so hard. Yeah. I love that. Any other sort of de-stressing tips um, as we're sort of heading into the back end of January and still in the new year of 2021? thankfully. (laughs) I know, right? I would say um, self-compassion is one of the best de-stressal tools you could use because you know when you start like stressing over how much we're stressing, like it tends to go down just this spiral of, oh my gosh, I feel horrible. Why do I feel so horrible? Like that kind of mental mindset. So instead of that, um, just teaching yourself how to be non-judgmentally curious. And this can work if like maybe you've fallen off track with your resolutions towards the end of January, um, where instead of approaching it like, can't believe I've done this. Approach it like, hmm, I, I'm curious. I'm non-judgmentally curious. Why maybe I didn't accomplish that goal? I'm going from there instead of a place of resentment. 
Yeah. And I would also say, you know, you set out goals in at the beginning of the year. And if you take 2020 as an example, like nothing went as planned. So to think that like what you <laughs> said 12 months ago is like, oh, you have to stick to that now. It's just crazy. So I, I definitely exactly. agree. Um, Go with the flow. Yeah. I am so bad at that, by the way. I've got to work on that. <laughs> um, so thank you so much. I'm going to put the link to um, the challenge uh, in the show notes. But at the end of each episode, we always ask three questions. We've changed them up a little bit. Um, you talked a little bit about your morning routine. Anything else around your morning routine that you'd want to call out uh, that you feel like is important? Yeah. So one trick I, I like to implement in my morning routine is I'll like, um, I'll get a drink, whether it's coffee or matcha or whatever. And while I'm sipping it, I kind of imagine that I'm literally sipping this magical relaxation juice. It tends to work where you it like kind of yeah. like overflows your body with like, ah, I feel so calm right now. <laughs> and it helps you set that intention of calm throughout your day. That is a good idea. I want to try that. I'm a big tea drinker and I just stocked what? up on like all these amazing teas. So I'm going to, I'm going to make it my magical drink in the morning now. Do it. Do it. Yeah. What um, is one resource that you think has helped you most on your journey? Honestly, I'm going to have to go with journaling, but not like prompt journaling, like kind mm-hmm. of that brain dumping stream of conscious journaling. Cause that just helps me reduce overwhelm so much. Yeah, I think anytime you have a quiet moment to get things out of your head, the overwhelm sort of calms exactly. down. Um, and then just for fun, what was the last thing you purchased on Amazon? So I adopted a dog, I think it was three weeks ago, and he's a rescue, and I don't know what breed he is. So I bought him a like a breed DNA test sort of thing. I'm super excited. Oh, that's what, I did not know they had that for dogs. That I didn't scary. either. I want to know what he is. It's so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Well, thank you so much, Emma. Why don't you tell everyone um, where they can find you and what you're up to in 2021? For sure. So I'm definitely relaunching some one-to-one programs. I got that social media detox coming up and possibly like a stress support group membership. Um, but you can always find me on Instagram at Emma Coaches or my website, emmalunsford.com, whichever floats your boat. Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you. 